Good morning, Diverse City Church partners and guests. My name is Kevin. I am here to welcome you to another installment of our virtual worship experience. Um, if this is your first time worshiping with us, let me be the first person to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time. Uh, we believe that this is the perfect church for imperfect people. And uh, we want you to know that whatever state you may find yourself in today, we are welcoming you today with no conditions, no judgment, just love. That's all we got for you today. So wherever you are, uh, whether you are in your car, whether you're at home, uh, whether you maybe even uh, be in your place of employment, uh, we want you to turn that place into your sanctuary. Uh, just act like you are at church. You're not, you can't be in the building right now, but you can act like you're at church. So if you need to go brush your teeth, go brush your teeth, act like you're at church. Uh, get yourself ready to get into worship. We're going to read just a little bit of scripture and we're going to pray and then we're going to move forward in worship. So I'm going to read uh, from the ninth Psalm, the uh, first and second verse reads, uh, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. I, I'm sure that if any, that if if we took time to just um, uh, put a few things in the comments about uh, things that God has done for us, the wonderful deeds that God has done for us uh, in the past, maybe even just the past month, we could probably be here all day just uh, talking about the goodness of God. And so we're going to pray and, and just thank God for who he has been to us and who he will be to us and just uh, ask his blessing over this service. So let's pray. Thank you, God. Uh, we thank you, God, today that, uh, that things are as well as they are. We thank you, God, that even in the middle of this uh of this pandemic that you are still in control. Even when things uh, look like they're spiraling out of control, they look like uh, 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 chaos is everywhere. We know God that you are still in control and that you still have your hand on your people. God, we ask now that you would touch hearts and touch minds through your word today. That what it needs to do, it will do. And we believe that there are going to be people that are going to be healed. There are people that are going to be delivered. There are people that are going to be refreshed and renewed as a result of having uh, received the word that comes forth in this broadcast. We believe that you're able to do it and we'll be sure to give you all of the honor, all of the glory and every bit of credit because you are deserving of it all. God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Amen. So wherever you are, wherever you find yourself, wherever you are listening to uh, this broadcast right now, turn that into your sanctuary. We are about to go forth in worship. Let's get ready for the praise team. Let's get ready for uh, uh, our opportunity to give. Let's get ready for the word that God has for us today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Faithful God 
the God of covenant and faithful promises. Time and time again, you have proven you'll do just what you said. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to this great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness to me. From the rising sun to the setting, sing my will praise your name. Great is your faithfulness to age to age, though the earth may pass away, your word remains the same. Your history can prove, there's nothing you can't do, you're faithful and true. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come. Is your faithfulness to me? Great is your faithfulness to me. From the rising sun to the setting, sing my will praise your name. Oh, great is your faithfulness to
bless you. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. In the middle of the storm, in the middle of my drive. I'll still bless you, God. Yeah. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you, God. From the rising sun to the setting sun, I will praise your Church and welcome to another worship experience. Today we're going to sing about our love to our Father. So I want you to stand up on your feet, clap your hands, or raise them, whatever you want to do. Say, Abba, I love you, Yeah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Hi, and welcome to Diversity Church, the perfect church for imperfect people. I'd like to welcome our diversity partners, first-time guests, and those joining us online. Please don't forget to like, share, and ask questions. We are so honored that you picked us for your worship experience this morning. Well, at Diversity, we believe that no matter your background, color of your skin, what you have been through in the past, or your current location, whether you're watching me from the comfort of your own home, on your couch, in your car, on your phone, it doesn't matter because we have all gathered together to give God the glory, honor, the praise, for he deserves it. Amen. At this time, I'd like to make you aware of some very important announcements. We're going to start off this week with our seniors, our salt ministry meeting for their Bible study this Monday, 2.15. I want to see you seniors online ready to go to just dive into the word and to get on Bible study, get connected. Seniors, this Monday, 2.15. Tuesday, I am calling all of my kids. Tuesday night is your time to get connected. So I want to see all my kids with your sleep buddies, with your PJs, with a toy for show and tell, ready to connect, laugh, and have some fun on our kids' Bible study and story time. This will also be on Zoom, so make sure, kids, you look out for more information. This Tuesday, 7 p.m. I am calling all of my AYM. This is our youth ministry. We're going to see you back here on Wednesday night, 7 p.m., ready to study the word, ready to get connected, and ready to have some fun. So, youth, I am calling on you. AYM meets this Wednesday, 7 p.m. Make sure you get connected. Then we're going to be right back here on Thursday night for prayer. I want you to get ready, get your heart ready, get your hearts ready. Join myself, the prayer team. Everybody is standing in the gap and ready to pray with you. So I want to see you this Thursday, 7 p.m. on Zoom or Facebook Live. Join us for prayer. Then we're going to be right back here on Sunday morning for our virtual service. I want to see you 10.30 a.m. ready, throw up some hearts, some likes, share our broadcast, and let's get connected and let's hear the word of God together. Well, that is all that I have for you. I pray that your week is blessed. I pray that your week will just be filled with the presence of God. As you sit at his feet, as you pray to him, that he will reveal himself to you like never before. Have a blessed week, and we'll talk to you soon. What's up, Diversity? This is Pastor James. I hope you're having an awesome and amazing week coming off the fast. Um, I can't wait to be able to share with you the amazing testimonies and praise reports based on what God has been able to do in the lives of our members and our partners. Um, at this moment, we're going to pause for the cause and celebrate the Lord with our gifts today. When we are able to return back our tithes back to God and to bring forth an offering to be able to say thank you. But before we do, um, in the spirit of 2021, um, I know I, I'm going to get in trouble with this one, but let's go ahead and go for it. 
I would like for you to help me celebrate two of our members' birthdays, one today and then also one on Friday. Um, one of the things that I have personally learned and experienced through the pandemic is to take a moment to celebrate life. So with that, I would like for you to help me in the comments to say Happy birthday to Miss Susan Wenzel. Thank you, Miss Susan, for being an awesome and wonderful deacon, uh, for your sacrifice, for your heart, for your spirit. And diversity is blessed because of you being a blessing to us. Amen. And then also celebrating a birthday today. Let's give it up for Miss Rue Hollis. Miss <laughs> Rue, I thank you. Um, when I just think about all of the things that have been going on, and while you have experienced uh, several uh, health challenges over the last three to four months, um, you've remained consistent being online, calling, uh, giving your appreciation based on the things that we've been able to do virtually, going above and beyond to reach out and check on our teens, to check on um, your peers and salt ministry. And it is that type of intentionality, that type of attitude is why Diverse City is alive and well. So everybody out there in Diverse City virtual land, whether you're on your couch, in your car, on Facebook or YouTube or whatever type of device you're using, take a moment with me and to say thank you and happy birthday to Miss Susan Wenzel and Miss Rue Hollis. Amen. Okay. So as we get ready to celebrate the Lord with our gifts, uh, the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter six, that God will not be mocked, that for whatever he sows, that shall he reap. So this is our opportunity today to be able to sow into good and fertile ground, that diversity is a place where you should be able to come every week with great expectation to be able to find your spiritual nourishment as you go forward. And as for me, the lead pastor, it is our privilege and our honor to be able to provide that for you today. So you know how to give. If you're going to send in the check, you can just send it to our church address, which is 3201 Itasca Street, or you can give online through our website at diversity.church, not org, not .com, diversity.church. Or if you want to embrace technology and use your phone, you can text diverse to 73256. Again, that is diverse to 73256. Thank you in advance. Um, as our members continue to show up and show out, it is through your continual sacrifice. It is through your faithfulness that we are able to do what we continue to do. 
So let's go before the Lord with prayer and get back into worship and stay tuned for an awesome and anointed word today. So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the members and the partners of Diverse City. It is through their giving. It is through their tithing. It is through their offering. It is through their willingness to give in through benevolence. We are able to do what they do. For your word says that what we sow, we shall also reap. But you're a God of multiplication. So Lord, I just pray today that your seed brings back some 30, some 60, some 100 folds upon your people. And that for those that sow into this kingdom, that you continue to make a way where it seems to be no way, to be able to cover for us to allow and uplift the mission and vision, which is to reach the lost, to reach the broken, to be able to help and edify, to equip, to encourage, and to empower your people. So it's through their giving, it is through their faithfulness, that your mission and vision go forth. We thank you in advance that it shall be done for the people of Diverse City. Let your hand be upon this service today on January 34th, that we can leave change and transform by your power and by your spirit. We thank you in advance that this shall be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We love you. We are praying for you. Now let's get back into worship. Take care. God bless. Good morning. Good morning. So glad to be able to worship with you all this morning. This song talks about God's promises. He has a slack in his promises. He says, I know the breakthrough is coming and by faith, See a miracle. My God, he made me a promise and he won't stop now. Come on, clap your hands. Hallelujah. Yeah. We give you glory for all you brought me through. Now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. I'm moving forward and to follow after you. And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. Your presence is an open door. We want you, Lord, like never. Your presence is an open door, so come now, Lord, like never before. Well, clap your hands right there, come on. In every season, your grace, your grace has been enough, yeah. and I'm believing the best is yet to come. The cross before me. The cross before me. Hope on, hope on things above. And in you, Jesus. And in you, Jesus. The best is yet to come. Your presence. Your presence is an open door. We want you. 
on, clap your hands. Hey. Yeah. We believe. We believe. Yeah. Hallelujah. Nothing is too hard for you, Lord. So I know breakthrough is coming. By faith, I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and he won't stop now. Come on, sing it again. Sing, I know. I know breakthrough is coming. By faith, I see a miracle. Yeah. Come on, stand on his words, say it. I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God, he made me a promise, and he won't stop now. Stir your faith up. Hallelujah. We believe. Yeah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Lord. Your presence is an open door. We want you like never before. presence Lord yeah we want your presence God we need your presence Lord yeah. we want your presence God come on anybody believing in here that God made you a promise but he won't stop he won't let up until he sees it until he sees it come to pass until you see it come to pass hallelujah yeah I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and it won't stop now. Come on, somebody say, I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God made me a promise. He won't stop now. Your story's not over. And he won't stop now. We bless.
for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Nothing is too hard for you. We give you glory. Hallelujah. You won't stop now.
Burn me 
City. Good morning to our partners and our guests. If this is your first time joining us for our virtual service, welcome, and I hope you feel home to all of my partners here. Let's give uh, Diverse City a hand. Let them know that y'all are here in the house. Welcome. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. Go ahead and throw some hearts in the comments if y'all felt it when Sister Erin ministered through dance. I love the song Refiner and how it consumes us and how she moved and how the Spirit ministered. 
Praise God. Let's give Erin a hand. Thank you, Lord, for using her in that way. My goodness, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. All right, well, listen, my name is Pastor Virginia, and I will not be before you long this morning. I am going to bring you a word that the Lord has been dealing with uh, my soul with, dealing with my soul since we started the fast this month. Um, I have to give a shout out to Pastor James and uh, Pastor Aldine. Pastor James has done a wonderful job of getting us through the fast, amen. And he's also been doing a wonderful series on spiritual discipline. And that is the setup for this message. Um, we're going to be talking briefly about the United States Armed Forces. If you have any family member that served in the Army, the Air Force, whatever the branch is, I want you to put hearts in the comments right now. Just go ahead and heart because we are appreciative here at Diverse City for any and all of our veterans, our partners, our guests that have served in the United States Armed Forces. Please, let's give all of our family, our guests, a welcome, a thank you. This is not Veterans Day, no, but it is part of my message, and there is a lot that goes into being a military family, that of which I do not take lightly. Um, the boot camp alone for most uh, armed forces takes eight to 13 weeks of their life and their family members' lives. It is brutal. Some will argue that the Marines is harder. Some will argue that the Army is harder. Some will joke about the Air Force. But the point is, is that they give of their time. They are tested mentally. They are tested physically to their breaking point. I was talking to my brother who served in the Marines about what it was like for him to go through boot camp. And it was one of the hardest things he had ever done. And for him, it wasn't a physical challenge. It was a mental challenge. He said 50% of the people that started with him didn't even make it. 50%. Boot camp is what gets you ready for whatever your mission is. And I want you to keep that in mind because I'm going to challenge us as a church, as my uh, title text says, mobilize. God's army is on the move. Please stand to your feet, and we are going to read from Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 and 15. And it says, now when Joshua was, Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I, I now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for me? The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. You may be seated. Lord God, I pray that you would bless this word, bless this text, bless us as we dig into what it means to mobilize. Bless me, Lord God. Help me, Lord God, to minister the word and to teach it as you taught it to me. I pray for every family. I pray for every person that's on this live that will see it now, that will see it later. I pray for every unspoken request 
I pray that you would deliver and that you would begin to change this atmosphere so that it comes under your authority and that we are able to be without distraction, but for the sole purpose is to come into your presence and to learn from you. It's in Jesus' mighty name we believe for these things. Amen. 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 So listen, we've talked about Joshua before. So there's a couple things going on. So this is Joshua. He's talking to the army. He's talking to a soldier, the head soldier for the army of the Lord. Moses is dead. He's been dead. He's gone. And now Joshua is taking the Israelites to the promised land. Joshua is what they call the new Moses. And the thing of it is, there are a lot of things that happened right before where we pick up reading. All the men had to be circumcised again. You say, Pastor Virginia, why would the men be circumcised again? You get circumcised once, right? Well, that's right, but they were in the wilderness for so long that all of the ones that were circumcised died off. And then those who are born in the wilderness are the ones that are going to inherit the promised land. So now they have to be circumcised all all over again, the whole process. As he stood there, when I think of of this angel, when I think of this person, I would think I would be intimidated because the sword is drawn, right? If your sword is is sheathed or it's it's in its, it's its little protective sleeve, I would think maybe not a threat. But if an, an angel appeared before me with his sword drawn, I'm thinking we can ready to battle. But Joseph, he go, or excuse me, Joshua, he goes up to him and he's like, so are we getting ready to throw down? Are you with me or are you against me? I need to know what, what side of the street you're standing on so I know how to approach you. That's a thug. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's the boldness that is Joshua, though. And I guess the main thing that I want us to take away from this to start with is if we, diverse city, those at home, if you are called to be in God's army and an angel came before you right now and stood before you, would you say, are you for diverse city or are you against us, meaning of the world? And if the angel answers neither, then a bell should go off for us. Because there's only two sides. You're either for God or you're not for God. So if the angel answered Joshua, neither, then that made me think, is Joshua for God? Are the Israelites living for God that the angel of God's army does not side with them? Does God's army side with diverse city? Where does diverse city's army stand? It's time to mobilize, church. 2020 is behind us, and the only thing that stands in front of us right now is 2021 and opportunity. It's time to mobilize. Now, when you look at this slide and I say it's time to mobilize, for those of you that are here, it's a picture of the movie Avengers, and you see like the Hulk and Captain America, and everybody's running, right? Because it's time to mobilize. It's time to go to war. But that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm thinking of. It's more like what you see in the next slide, and that's feet on the pavement. That's heels, chucks, boots, tims, bare feet, walking, doing things, not with weapons in your hands, but with a word in your heart, and you're going after, you're mobilizing and going after the loss. Diversity, your mission, should you accept it, is the Great Commission. 
Go ahead real quick in the comments and put hashtag TGC. I'm reading from Matthew 28, 19 that says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Great Commission is our mission. Going after the loss is our mission. And let me tell you something, I don't take COVID lightly, and I know many of our members have lost family and friends to COVID, have become sick themselves, and COVID and drugs and everything else under the sun are killing people left and right. How many people today have you told about the glory and the love of God? People are going to their graves faster than we can tell them who God is. Wake up, church. Wake up, army of God. So when I'm, when I'm approaching you moving forward, diversity, whether you're here in the building or at home watching, you are now soldiers. You are now drafted into the army of God, and we are going through boot camp starting January 1st when we started the fast. Your boot camp started, soldier. Are there any soldiers in my house right now? Come on, come on. We are soldiers for God's army. And I'm going to tell you a couple things that you need to consider when you are going through boot camp of getting ready to fulfill your mission. And we're going to start with my first point, which is to revive. Well, you're like, to revive? What does that mean? As a soldier, you're going to fall into one of these categories. Are you dead spiritually? Do you need to be revived? Yeah, there's a heartbeat and a, a, um, a, a heart rhythm, a cardiac rhythm behind me, but to revive means to provide with new energy, new life, to live again. Soldiers, do you need to be revived? We're going to look at Ezekiel 37, 14, and it says, I will put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. This is Ezekiel. He is a priest. He is a prophet. And he is standing in the valley of the uh, dry bones, the dead bones. And this is a vision that we are reading about, that the Lord gives him. And in this case, the dry bones represent the Israelites. They have been lost their minds. They are doing idol, idol worship. They're making sacrifice. They're doing anything but what they are supposed to be doing. And God gives Ezekiel this vision to speak to the Israelites. He gives them a vision. He gave them vision after vision to reach out to them because he's a God of hope. He's not going to give up on us, even when we mess up. God is seeking you out to breathe the breath of life back into some of you soldiers. Some of you soldiers have been dead in your seats. You came to Diverse City eight years ago, you sat down, eight years later, you're still sitting down. 
I'm going to step on somebody's toes because this is no longer the year of being gentle, the year of this is 2021 and it is time for us to attack this mission. Being, being dead in your seat, it doesn't mean elderly. It doesn't mean elderly. You could be 90 years old and be one of the most active people, be one of the most active soldiers for God's glory. This is not about age. This is not about physical limitations. Miss Sandy, who comes to our church, she's one of the soldiers. She would be in the back in her wheelchair, and she'd greet every single person when they come in with a smile and a, hey, how are you doing? I'm Sandy. I'm just sassy, and I'll give you a hug if you want one. And that's her ministry. People come through, and they feel invisible until this one lady sees them right where they are. It's not about standing in the pulpit. It is about being available. 2021, we will no longer sit and watch others go, but you sit there and warm the seat. We need a revival for some of our soldiers. And just as God spoke to Ezekiel and just as God showed him how, I mean, the wind of God came in and breathed life. It goes into description how muscles attached to ligaments and tendons and all this came too. God can do the same thing for the soldier that sits here and knows that they want to do more, could do more, but they just need the focus. They just need the energy. They need the breath of God to come in like a fresh wind. Have y'all ever seen a, um, a new Christian when they fill with the Spirit? You can't tell them nothing, right? You can't tell them nothing. You'd be like, oh, that's a new Christian right there. I could tell. Like this, the second they said, Hallelujah! right? Like they making peanut butter and jelly and they just made a sermon up real quick about how the sandwich come and then the Holy Spirit connects it and you know they see somebody out on the street and they run and hey can I tell you hey sister can I tell you about my Lord real quick oh that's a new Christian right there you could tell them it's not that they got that fresh breath in them but maybe someone who's lived life a little longer maybe that's been been in the, the church a little longer have had a few more upsets a few more down days if that's you, soldier, I am telling you that we serve a God that is better than any doctor, any defibrillator, that is better than any medication, any blood pressure medicine, and he will breathe the breath of life in you right now today, soldier. All you have to do is just ask and receive it. Amen. 2021, I'm telling you, this is the year where we go after God's people no matter what. It is our mission do you accept it? Hmm. Some of us are like, yeah, get them. Get them, Pastor Virginia. You right. They did. I knew she was dead for a long time. She ain't been. And over there, brother so-and-so, yep. But what about the soldier that needs restoration? Restoration, the act of improving or returning a former item, condition, or a person. Some of us need to be restored. There are soldiers out there who don't have a problem with being revived. They have a heartbeat. They have a purpose. They know what they do, but they're lacking something. Something was taken. Genesis 37:23 says, So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing. In this book, and this is, it's a lot, so I, I cannot, if I condense it too much, I'll be taken away 
from the awesomeness of Genesis. But Joseph is in a place where his brothers hate him. He is his father's favorite. He always has been. He is the child of his father's old age by his father's favorite wife, and he's treated differently than the other guys. And because of that, his brothers hate him to his heat, to the point where they are now going to kill him. And how it unfolds and boils down is his father gave him a robe that is detailed, specifically made with the purpose of setting him apart and giving it to him. Right? We all know the story of Joseph and his in the Technicolor dream coat. Like it's it's beautiful. It's a coat of many colors, and it's it's nice. It's for Joseph. Well, his brothers in uh, chapter thirty-seven, verse twenty-three says they stripped him of his robe to the soldiers that need to be restored. What was stripped from you? What was taken from you? Did you lose your job? A relationship failed. It ended in divorce. Got married again, and it ended in divorce. Did somebody take your right to say no, and you were raped? What was stripped of you, soldier? What has happened so that now, instead of being able to fight the fight, the fight, the fight, you are now distracted because you are fighting mental battles of images and things and shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and that now becomes your battle rather than the mission at hand. What was stripped away from you? Joseph's father gave him that coat. What was stripped away from you that your heavenly father gave you? Was it you were called to do something and someone told you you weren't good enough? Was it you wrote something, you read something, you danced before someone, you told someone a dream or a vision, and they told you that that's not going to happen because you don't have a college degree? Because you're too big, because you're too small, because you're black, because you're white. We cannot fight the mission-distracted soldiers. We cannot be unstable in our minds because then what happens is, is anytime we start moving forward, anytime we start advancing on someone and doing something for the glory of God, all Satan's got to do with his little sly self is yank on that chain. And all of a sudden, instead of ministering to someone, you're thinking on the sexual child abuse that you had. And now you can't even minister effectively because it's hurting you too much. And um, for those at home, please know I would never make light of any situation anyone has been through. Never. Some things that we have been through are unfortunate, and it is unfair. But I just know that I serve a God, come on somebody, that can restore, that can replace. And sometimes I think about it, I don't even want to go back to how I used to be. I just want to be made over and better. Not better for like my own glory or to brag on myself, but because God is just that awesome that his glory changes me. His glory makes me better. I shine brighter when I stand in his presence. There's no amount of makeup, no gold, no dress, no suit, no shoes, no cologne that's going to make you stand out or make you brighter or better than the glory of God. And when he makes you new. Come on, Aaron danced to the song Refiner and said, consume us. There's something about being consumed by the Father. 
It's something that about being consumed. Listen, we call him Jehovah Rapha. Rapha in Greek, excuse me, in Hebrew is to restore, to cure, to heal. Jehovah Rapha. He sees you, soldier. Exodus 15, 26 says in part, for I am the Lord who heals you. He's going to heal you, soldier. Your limp is not permanent. Your walk is still intact. What Satan wanted you to think is you being broken. What Satan wanted you to think you will always struggle with. The bomb in Gilead. Our our, our God, our Jehovah Jireh. Come on, somebody. The one who made you and created you. He is going to restore and cure, and he's going to make you better and greater and stronger than you could have ever have imagined. And it's all for his glory to minister to his people. Come on, somebody. I just want you to, because somebody thinks they're lost. Yeah, somebody thinks they're lost. Someone thinks it's over. Someone thinks it's over because there are tears that they cry at night that no one else sees. There's single moms that are holding it down, literally have nobody else to hold it down for them. And when they go to bed at night and they turn their light off and they exhale and then they just cry sometimes. Oh, he sees you. He sees you. Jehovah Rapha sees you. He's going to heal and he's going to replace to our single moms and to our single dads. For the children that are raising children. For the communities that are hurting. For our government that feels broken sometimes. Jehovah Rapha. He is healing this situation. And just as Joseph's coat was stripped, when you go on and you read the rest of the story, it just keeps getting elevated and elevated and elevated, but with each elevation, I do believe there was a downside or a valley before that elevation. Come on, somebody. It won't always be just ups and ups and ups. Sometimes God will allow you, when you're stripped of something, he will allow you to go through a process before you reach your next promotion. But wait a minute, I'm not going to go there yet. I'm not going to go there yet. I just want you to know your healing is coming, soldier. So for the soldiers that need life breathed back into them, it is happening. And for the soldiers that need to be restored, your restoration is coming. Thank you, Lord. What about you are totally fine. You have life in you. You come to church every Sunday. Or in this case, you tune in every Sunday. You volunteer at the soup kitchen, and you have no problems. This is what you do day in, day out. You eat, sleep, breathe, church. God, can't nobody tell you nothing. You a soldier for the Lord, and it's going down. You've been doing this 14 years without fail. But your vision's a little fuzzy. You're in the same old, same old, same old, same old. So you don't need to be revived and you don't need to be restored, but your vision needs to be refreshed. Somebody put refreshed in the comments. Your vision needs to be refreshed because 
you're so busy with blinders on, I'm going to go do the offering and then I'm going to go do communion and then I'm going to do this, that you totally didn't see the person that was crying in the front row. You have a meeting to get to, so you didn't say anything to the new person that walked in the door. And if I'm going to be super honest, they kind of smelled funny. I think they might be homeless. I don't have time for it. I got stuff to do for the Lord. Am I talking? No. It happens. It happens. This is 2021. 2021, Pastor Virginia is not going to walk on eggshells. This is about God's business, kingdom business, okay? Kingdom business. And you know what? If a lot of us are honest, we have been that person that was overlooked by somebody. We have. You've been new in a church, afraid to say hi. And for women, I mean, I don't know how it is for guys, but for women, I've, I've been like, should I wear a dress? I don't know this church. If I wear pants, are they going to say something? Um, is my shirt too low? Um, do I got to just wear a potato sack? Like, there's a lot that goes into being new and coming into a church. There's a lot that goes into being the first one to say hello. It takes a lot of nerve. It takes a lot. And sometimes we can be so focused that we lose our focus and then we make people feel invisible. But if we're accepting the mission and we're out on the mission field, we leave no man or woman behind. So that means we have to see everybody. So some soldiers need their vision refreshed. I saw it on Facebook. Uh, somebody posted Stephen Furtick's, I think from Elevation Church. Anybody know where he pastors? No? Elevation? Somebody, I know Pastor James just rolled his eyes because I should know this. But <clears throat> he put a quote out that says, your perspective will either be your prison or your passport. I know, dang, I wish I would have like just made it up myself, right? Like, <laughs> But I didn't. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know if the Lord gave it to him, but he said it. So I'm giving him credit for it. Your perspective will either be your prison or your passport. How you look at things will define how far you go if it's humanly possible. If it's just based on how you are and how you see things, Kyra, you're not going to go anywhere if your perspective is you won't go anywhere. Because you never go anywhere. Because... You're not successful because I'm never successful. So 2020 wasn't anything. So why would 2021 be anything? Because it wasn't anything for my mom and my mom's mom and my mom's mom. And we always do it this way. And this is what I know. So this is how it will always be. It is. Come on and help me preach this, Jasmine. It is. It's dangerous. But for the believer, for the soldier who is mission-minded, for the soldier who has a refreshed perspective, then it's your passport. Then the sky is the limit. I'll tell you real quick. Um, I have a little white car, it's an Ultima, and uh, Pastor Drew said, hey, babe, how you doing? I said, hey, babe, how you doing? He was like, yeah, I got to tell you something good. I'm like, praise God, what you getting ready to tell me? He was like, yeah, I know we're in the fast and we've been praying. And I'm like, mm, shanana, we've been praying. What you getting ready to tell me? He was like, well, I got some news. I said, hey, what kind of news you got? He said, the transmission went out on Ultima. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> The, the transmission went out on the Ultima. He was like, yeah, and it's going to be $2,700 to replace it. And I said, oh, 
okay. Um, the good news? And he was like, God is still on the throne, girl. And I was like, he, I thought I heard him shouting in the background. I was like, hello? You there? All I heard was shouting in the, he was off doing his own thing. And I was like, well then, um, okay. Well, I'm going to praise the Lord then too. He said, Virginia, let me tell you something. And I said, tell me. He said, the Lord spoke to him. And his perspective is, dang, something always wrong with the car. Dang, we'll never have enough money. Dang, every time we get $2 saved, dang, we need $2 for something else. And then God said, wake up, son. Change your perspective from what you see in the natural and have the perspective that I can do what you don't see in the natural. So don't even worry about your car. Don't even worry about your car. I got that taken care of. And when he said that, I felt that. It just hit different. It could be because we were in the fast. It it doesn't matter, but it hit different. And then I said, you know what, babe, you're right. Actually, I'm kind of like intrigued by this. I don't even know how God's going to, I don't know what he's going to do. But I bet it's going to be awesome. And I look forward to it. And you know what, Lord? I thank you for my four kids. I thank you for my husband. I thank you we have a roof over our head. I thank you I have a job. I thank you, Lord God, because you are worthy. And we just begin to praise him. Your perspective will either keep you bound or set you free. Think about that, soldiers. Keep you bound or set you free. Oh, but Pastor Virginia, you don't even know what I've been through. You're right. I don't. And again, I don't take anything lightly anyone says or anyone has been through. I'm going to tell you a story. So I have four kids. Everybody say four. Four Four kids. And for the first three, Pastor Drew worked nights. So it was always mommy putting the kids down at night. So when it comes time for them to go to bed on their own, I let them cry it out. That's like when they're like 18 months or something like that. Don't judge me. Don't parent shame me. Everybody has their own vices. I just let them cry it out. So I pick up little Olivia or little Andy or little Charlotte, and I say, hey, mommy loves you. Do you have your favorite teddy bear? Yeah, okay. We're going to read a story. You got your bear. This is great. Okay, and then I'm going to lay you down. I'm going to cover you up. No, you don't want the cover? Okay. And then I say, okay, I love you. You have your teddy bear. And I turn out the lights. Boop, their night light pops on. I close the door, and they're like, oh, mommy, don't leave me. I'm like, I'm right here, it's okay. Keep closing the door. And I close it. Then they're screaming. And I'm sitting outside the door listening. Listening. And it hurts me to hear them cry so much. It hurts me to know that they're calling for me. And Andy was the worst. He'll call me. He's like, Mommy, Mommy, Virginia! Virginia, Pastor Wilson! God, anybody. He would say anybody. He'd be like, anybody, help me. And he was in there crying. I'd come in real quick. He was the heart. So I'd come in real quick, check on him. His eyes all swollen. He... <laughs> Cheeks just strolling down. I just wipe his tears. Give him his teddy bear. Because that's his comforter. And then I lay him back down. I say, Mommy will be back. Then I walk out the door, and I would sit outside their door for hours. 
hours. Well, Virginia, where are you going with this? Why would you even say such a thing? And it's crazy because sometimes we have to go through rough times because God is pulling stuff out of us. I wanted my kids to cry themselves to sleep so that they know how to go to sleep and sleep better without their mommy having to rock them. Okay. Sometimes selfishly, it's because mommy just wants to go to bed too. But honestly, they have to learn that they are capable of laying down and going to sleep and they're safe. Okay. So, but for me to be outside now, now God is like, I see my daughter is struggling and I see that my son is calling out for me, but I'm right here. He, God has not left you soldier that's going through. He has not left you. He hears you crying out for him. He see, and he sent a comforter. I gave my kids a comforter when, the, when their mother left their side. That was their teddy bear. But for us, it is called the Holy Spirit. So we're never truly, truly, truly alone. He didn't completely like abandon us. So as you're going through your process and you're like, God, I don't, oh, please help me. I got, I got so many bills. God, please don't make me do this speech or talk to people. God, please help me. I don't want my marriage to fail. Or God, I just need money because the bills are piling up and piling up and piling up. Why don't you hear me, God? Why don't you see that I'm crying? Why is she getting her breakthrough and you know she's not living her life right? And I'm sitting here. I see her and I see her and I see him and I see them and I'm still struggling in the same spot. And you're crying because it's real because it hurts. It's you and it hurts. And God is sitting there, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, I said, God, I said, God, you know, this really hurts me to see my child go through this. He said, Virginia, I know you're made in my image. And it hurts me when I see you hurting so much that you would think your father would leave you, that you think your father would abandon you. But I'm pulling something out of you, girl. You're stronger than you think. You don't need me like you think. I'm there but you're stronger. You know what? Your voice may shake when you talk, but I'm going to use you to speak to my people. You know what? Your past is not squeaky clean, but I'm going to take you through this process and bring you up out of that mess so that you're able to talk to other drug dealers, drug addicts, uh, prostitutes, um, uh, people who have uh, committed sin left and right. I'm going to bring you up out of it, and I'm going to strengthen you so that your word is not just... Look, the Bible says right here, look, I've never lived this myself, but this is what you should be doing. No, you've lived it. I brought you through it. I took you through the process, and now you can use your testimony to set someone else free. But it's only when you go through it. Come on, somebody. That's fine. It's only when you go through it. So, no, I don't know everything that everyone has been through. But I promise you, even though I cannot explain every single thing, I know it is for a purpose. I know it is to pull something out to the point where when I go through something, it is not why, it's a what. What do you want me to learn, Lord? What do I need to take away from this situation? I'm done trying to understand the why behind things because I trust the who. I just need to know what what you want me to learn. Amen. Amen. When you have a fresh perspective, you will begin to see God work through every situation, even the hardest ones, even the hardest ones. I had a friend who uh, lost her husband this morning, and I literally, I, I, she said, why? I don't know the why. 
But I know even in the hardest situations that God is still there. I know even in the times where you want a full-fledged explanation and for whatever reason you have to go through this, I trust that the God that I serve will get you through the situation. And while I cannot explain it, I know that he will hold your hand. And if you can't even hold your hand up, I trust that he will be the God that will come and pick you up and hold you in his arms and get you through it because that is the type of God that we serve. Soldier, refresh your perspective. And all of a sudden, things will go from impossible, as the slide shows, to I'm possible. You will stop seeing things in the natural, and you will start saying everything is possible because God is possible. God makes it possible. And it renews, and it restores us. We are no longer slaves, and we are no longer trapped. Listen, I had a million excuses in 2020 for why I did or did not do something. And I know I am not the only one. I know for a fun fact that God told specific people here at Diverse City to do certain things, and we just didn't do it. I'm tired. I'm busy. I work eight jobs. And I'm not kidding. Like, literally, a lot of people work a lot of jobs. There is a reason. It's my point. Either the reason was because you were busy or you just didn't feel qualified or so overwhelmed with trying to get started, you don't even know where to start. The point is 2020 is behind us and we are now going to be in God's army. We will no longer accept the lies of Satan. We will no longer stand in the shadows. We will go after the lost. We will go after those who need to know that Jesus died for them. We will be that person that our neighbor to the left or right needs us to be. We will extend that hug, that dap, that high five, that whatever. We will check on our brothers and sisters. We will no longer, no longer let souls literally die and go to hell because they have never heard the gospel. And you work with them every day. Today is a new day. Stand to your feet, y'all. Calling on the church to act quickly and to be determined that no matter what, this is the year of revival, restoration, and a fresh perspective. 2021 will be the time that we mobilize the troops. Will you join me? At home, will you join me? Father God, we lift up the name of Jesus Christ. We don't take not one thing for granted, Lord. Whether you use Joshua or Joseph, wherever you use in your word, Ezekiel, and give us visions, whatever it is, Lord God, we will be soldiers for you. We pray, Lord, that you would break off anything that is not of us. Refine us, Lord God. Consume us, Lord God. For all those who are at home, Lord, they don't even have to be here right now, Father God. I pray you go through the camera and through their devices, Lord God, and that you would begin to change their situations. 
that you would literally overwhelm anything that would overwhelm them. I bind up Satan and his devices. I bind up anything that would mess with their vision so that the soldier does not see the next step in front of them. I pray that you would increase their heart, Lord God, so that they would operate in a boldness that comes only from you. We will no longer be silent while the church dies. We will no longer look the other way while our flock is falling apart or being dispersed, but that we will stand on the glory that you give us, Lord God, that says that we can go after your sheep and keep them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray against any distractions. I pray against anything that is not of you right now in the name of Jesus. For those who need courage, I pray you would rise up in them like a lion and that they would begin to change things even in their home. Sometimes it's not even about what's going on in the church because their home is a hot mess. I pray that you would begin to change things in their home right now in the name of Yeshua. We believe, Lord God, that today is the day that we serve Satan his papers, that today Today is the day where the shackles fall off of the church, where it's not Democrat versus Republican, where it's not black versus white, but it is just either you are for Jesus or not, and we will stand for Jesus right now in the name of the Holy One. There is no name greater. There is no name greater. And we thank you and we rejoice, and it is in Jesus' mighty name we believe for these things. And the soldiers said amen. Amen. Y'all are now commissioned. You are in the army of God at home. You are in the army of God. I say that you get in your word. You spend some time in prayer and hear for how he wants you to do your plan of attack. I am always available if you need prayer. Pastor James, Pastor Aldine, Pastor Drew, and I pray that you guys have a wonderful week, and I cannot wait to hear about how you are going, just getting live for the kingdom. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful day. Amen. 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 Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. What an awesome word on restoring God's army. I hope that you are ready to join God's army. Be revitalized, be refreshed, be renewed. Allow God to breathe his breath of life into you today. What an awesome and dynamic word shared by Pastor Virginia. Please join us. And stay tuned throughout the week. Uh, we will be back next Sunday at 1030 right here. Join us live for the premiere. And as always, we love you. God bless you. Have a great week.